0: welcome to the brothers born podcast this is the youngest brother steven um breaking away from the routine style today i only got one of my brothers with with me today uh which one is it uh let's see it's Ah, the best one it's the The best best one. one who's the best
1: one does anyone really need to do you even need to ask that question i think everybody who listens to us knows who the best one is
0: yep the best one's the one that Bounces balls during an audio recording. That's David Bourne, everybody. That was an accident, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, why don't you start us off? Go ahead. Okay. Um well tonight
1: we we're supposed to record an episode, the three of us, but one of us the lesser of the three brothers, obviously, decided he had to go work, like he has to make a living for him and his family or something, like he has to provide food for them or something like that. So he's not here yet. It's just David and Steven. And we're here to give you a special episode. Ooh, special. Break from the norm. Now, I really am kind of disappointed because I'm ready to keep going with these throwdowns. Tonight's was going to be a good one. But we're just going to take a quick step away and see what kind of shenanigans Steven and I can come
0: up with. Yes. Now, when you listen to this episode, it's possible it might be after the throwdowns, but we're recording it in the middle of our throwdowns. So, I see, I like to think I'm a culmination of both my brothers. I have a lot of Kevin's qualities and I have a lot of David's qualities. For example, Kevin likes anime. I sort of like anime. Um, Kevin's a little bit more of a, like a nerdy video game type. I like video games as well. David is a very artsy musician type, and I got that side of him. I like to do—I do the music for the podcast. I love playing music and editing music and things. So I got throw. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Downs, (laughs) my jam. That's my jam right there. It's pretty groovy. I'm pretty proud of that. Oh, it is.
1: (laughs) Now, those of you who are listening, the things that Stephen just described—we all know that the preferred traits come from my side. And the lesser preferred ones come from Kevin's. I just want you to see the trend here, yeah. but go ahead. I didn't
0: mean to interrupt. And then I put my own little style on it too. You know, not just a combination of Kevin and David. I'm a, I'm my own man too. But, you know, I thought being that Kevin isn't here and David and I share a lot of interest in music, we would kind of take a journey into our past of, and kind of go forward and see how our musical Don't tastes have changed. Believe in That song's by Journey. Oh yes, that's right.
1: I, I don't Hold like it. The yeah, yeah. Oh, neither do I. I was just saying.
0: In in fact, most of that era of music is not really my jam. There are a couple of good ones, but um yeah, I thought it'd be fun to kind of go back in time. Um let's we're going to do it in a series. Let's start off 30 years ago, what was on your iPod? Wait a minute. What was on your Walkman?
1: Oh, I had one of those Walkman. I had a Discman. It was like a Walkman, but with CDs that play. And Ooh, you could nice. put it into your tape deck in the car and then plug part of it into the cigarette lighter. And somehow it played what was on your CD. And I'm still not exactly sure how that worked. Magic, but Yeah, I had that. And so that was I did have a before then when I was like real little, I did have a Walkman. And I had my very first tape ever when I was in kindergarten, which I still have on my list today. Was Michael Jackson's Thriller? Mom and Dad bought for me for my sixth birthday. When I was in kindergarten, I got a little tape deck with the Michael Jackson tape where he's hitting that uh, lean on the cover, the Thriller tape. So that was my very first, very first musical adventure.
0: Well, you do have a bachelor's degree in music. I do have a degree in music, yeah, and I teach it for a living as well. So, so 30 years ago, what were you jamming? Um, Oh, ding
1: ding 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 ding. (laughs) All
0: right, let me see if ding, I can guess this. Word to your mother, Vanilla Ice. Right, of course. Yes, I don't. <laughs> that was
1: my main jam 30 years ago, I believe.
0: Or that is was it Queen? What, no, is that a isn't that a Queen song?
1: Oh well, Vanilla Ice got in big trouble with that actually because oh. he sampled from Queen without getting permission. Um, so he kind of got in trouble about that one, but yeah, it was sampled from a song by Queen and David Bowie called under pressure and, uh, vanilla ice used it and tried to say that he changed the baseline a little bit. So it wow. didn't really take from them, but it did. But yeah, I was listening to him. Like this is how it was back in my day. Stephen was miniature running around the house and his little, uh. Diapers and stuff at this point, but I would take my dad's stereo, and I would have to listen to the radio all day long until they played my favorite song, and then I had to press record on the tape deck so I could record that song. Like I would listen for hours and hours and hours till they played the song I wanted, and like if you didn't press the record button at the right time, it didn't really, you know, it didn't really come up the right way, or you'd get commercials in it. But that's how we used to have to roll in my day. If there was Man. a song we really liked, you couldn't just go on iTunes and say, "Oh, I want that song." Click. Or go on YouTube, oh, I'm going to listen to that one. You had to wait for the radio to play it. So I would sit through all the lame jams so I could get to my (laughs) Vanilla Ice, my MC Hammer, um, Young MC, and the like. So that was probably about 30 years ago. Most of those things have fallen off of my playlist in today's (laughs) present world. Although I I do still have You Can't Touch This and Ice Ice Baby
0: in my phone somewhere. Classic, classic. (laughs) Kids these days don't know the struggle of having to record things. I don't really understand no, that. I honestly. Really I mean, I'm. And if and your I, cassette
1: I, tape broke or like if it got eaten by the tape deck, right after you finally got your favorite jam recorded, it was like, I don't know. It just was like the worst moment. Crisis. Ever. Yes. You kids <laughs> don't understand. So 30 years ago, that's kind of what I was listening to, but I'm not going to say that I had good taste in music back then. Cause that was quite a <laughs> while ago at the time. I guess I just liked whatever was popular on the radio and whatever my friends yeah. were listening to. I did start to get into Boys to Men around that time when they first came out. And Boys to Men's pretty legit. They do a lot of cool stuff. One of the original boy
0: bands. So um, 30 years ago for me looked like, I don't know, Sesame Street.
1: Lullaby. Yes.
0: Good jams. Good jams. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's fast forward a little bit to a time we can both, you know, relate to 25 years ago.
1: When I, I was kind of in that rap phase for middle school, um, early high school, and then I discovered alternative rock and grunge rock. And that's kind of where all was at in high school. Pearl Jam, I always liked Pearl Jam a little bit better than Nirvana, which Kevin likes Nirvana better, I'm sure. But um, Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins was one of my favorite bands, which I still like their old stuff a ton. And then, um, I don't know, Soundgarden, Stone Temple Pilots. All of that was like my main part of my playlist, stuff that mom and dad didn't really care for too much. (laughs) Um, And I was big into marching band, jazz band at this time. So I, I started getting into jazz a little bit as well, things like that. But I didn't really listen to it a whole lot. It was mostly all about the grunge movement. Yeah. And, um, also while still keeping up a little bit with the rap scene, I did like a good, uh, Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg jam every now and then to the chronic. <laughs> that was a good album, but I had to be careful listening to that because
0: mom was around.
1: only edited version. I, that's all I still <laughs> listen to. Cause I'm not really down with all the cuss words and stuff, but I would listen to the radio versions of those and I'm digressing here, but I have a story about that. When I was, um, seventh grade maybe I don't know sixth seventh grade I bought the vanilla ice tape it was called to the extreme and uh I bought it without really telling mom too much about it and she heard (laughs) me jamming to it once in my room I don't even remember what the song was because if you listen to the tape now there's really not anything that bad on it but she heard it she opened the door she's like you're putting that back in the case we're taking it back right now so (laughs) so she drove me to Kmart Yes, it was Kmart that I bought it from, not Walmart even. Kmart, and she made me go up to the the person at the um, at the register and tell him I had to return it because it had inappropriate lyrics, and I bought it without getting mom and dad's permission. Kind of an embarrassing moment. Oh but my uh, goodness!
0: And my head, it's so easy. Mom never did anything like that to me. I know. Well, I was the first man. I was the first, and then
1: so that I still remember that moment. I couldn't keep the tape because she made me go return oh man because it mom was so ruthless of, oh, man. <laughs> it was embarrassing dude she oh my she goodness stood, I, if i remember right she like stood by me when i told the guy why i had to bring it back probably it wasn't as big of a deal as i'm remembering it in my mind because at the time i was pretty embarrassed about it i don't even remember that many of the songs from it except for you know the main one i remember there being a couple Bad words and drug references, maybe, but it wasn't anything like some of the rap you hear today, obviously. 25 years ago is kind of like the sweet spot for me when I feel like I started getting into halfway decent music. A lot of <laughs> bands came out towards the end, right when I was going to college or towards the end of my high school, like Weezer's, another one I listened to, which still their first album is the best. But like bands like that, that, you know, are still kind of around a little bit. I did like, um, being a saxophone player, I was a huge Dave Matthews band fan. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I also got into Counting Crows quite a bit. Mr. You know, Jones and me. Yeah, it's, it's a good tune, man. Go ahead and make fun of me. But it's good, it's that good whole album, That whole album is good, too. But they're another group that, like, their first album, I feel like, was really good. And then they kind of, you know, not as good as they went on. What about you, 25 years ago? Let's That's kind of was... when you were, like, listening to stuff that Stephen or Kevin and I sort of.
0: Yeah, I remember. I think you and Kevin back before this was long before YouTube, clearly. But I think you guys filmed each other doing a music like review show once, and you both oh, had long did. grunge hair, and you had your like flannel shirts on. And I we wasn't a part of the video.
1: See. We're like, which music, which song is going to be rocks out the most?
0: You play one, then I'll play one, and we decide which That's one right. rocks. <laughs> we should try and find those videos. That'd be so fun.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember which ones. Which one's one? I don't know. We threw a bunch of them in there. Yeah, I'd like (laughs) to see those too.
0: I didn't really, like, know the music, but because you and Kevin listened to it so much, I got exposed to a lot of those bands that I ended up liking later in life, like Smashing Pumpkins, Weezer, Nirvana, Pearl Jam and stuff. And Weezer is still one of my favorite bands today. But yeah, I started getting exposed to the rock scene. I remember mom also bought me Beatles tapes. So I, like, I was in second grade one time. Kevin
1: loved Beatles back then.
0: yeah. I didn't really like, come around
1: on the Beatles till I was in college and after.
0: But. So my my music teacher in second grade was like, all right, everyone bring in like one of your a tape you like. And some people brought in like Simon and Milo, I think, or Britney Spears or something. I don't remember, but I brought in the Beatles. I remember my teacher thought that was really cool. I listened to the song Help. And I was like, and she started dancing and stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm the cool kid. I like the Beatles. <laughs> but, well, that's still,
1: when my kids tell me like, I had this one student last year that listens to Zeppelin, to Hendrix, oh, to nice. the Beatles. I'm like, dude, you're awesome. That's a
0: cool Other people right are there. listening
1: to, like, Juice WRLD, uh, <laughs> people like that, which I'm not big on those ones. But we aren't to that time yet. We're still 25 years ago, I guess.
0: So, well, let's go ahead and move forward. Let's do 20 years. I'll start this one off. 20 years ago, I would have been 12 And I was really big into Weezer still. Jimmy World was a big band for me. That's a good, I like the middle was like my super good jam. And then System of a Down, I loved that was like my hard song, my hard music. I loved System of a Down back then. Um, a couple other songs
1: on my playlist now Aerials and
0: uh, one more. Wake up! No, No, not that one. That's my jam right there. It's still my jam. I'll jam that when I'm like want to work out or I'm kind of angry about something. That's usually what I listen to. Um. And although not at this stage of my life, I think Rage Against the Machine was popular around that time. Maybe I like. Oh, I love those guys. But before that, maybe. But I like high school. I I love
1: those dudes after uh, when I was older in high school. I went to that's one concert I did go see. And like I I like the sound, their sound a lot. Um, They did drop the F-bomb quite a bit, but I thought they had a really cool sound. And I liked some of the things they did, you know. And I knew that they were all about political resistance or political, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then I didn't really, really get that until just a few years ago. Um, but they have. Yeah. I, I mean, I got it, but I didn't. I understood didn't it like, as a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Rather you than. Like, oh, this rocks out.
0: This is sweet, man. Bang. But I thought,
1: yeah. yeah, their sound was cool. And I, I liked, I liked, I liked them a lot. I still listen to them sometimes. Um, I heard
0: a marching band cover of one of their
1: songs. I think yeah, it was Bulls on the, Parade. And that was the super name cool. Of, oh, it was Bulls, yeah. On, yeah, Bulls on Parade. It was awesome. Um, but Kevin and I used to jam on that to those guys when I, we were driving through Lorraine because we thought we were all hard. <laughs> <laughs> I turned up the volume on Mom's <laughs> Nissan when we played that with my old Discman that I told you about earlier. <laughs> and we we're like, man, these Lorraine dudes are going to think we're cool if we're turning this up. <laughs> so what
0: was yours 20 years
1: ago? So 20 years ago, I was... At this point I had my music degree. When I was getting my degree, I um like I was I lived, breathed and died music. That's all I did at college. Yeah. And I, I listened to I got into jazz and classical quite a bit. I mean, I always kind of enjoyed it before, but but I listened to a lot of Miles Davis, John Coltrane, that kind of stuff. And I tried because I, I was playing in jazz bands and that kind of stuff. So that was kind of my main focus. And then a, a lot of, you know, classical music.
0: So um, I want. How did listening to jazz? Someone who's like really. Into, I think of the three of us, you're obviously the one that's most into jazz. Um, how did that change your perspective on the alternative bands you listen to?
1: Well, just the creativity, creative side of it. Jazz is a very creative music where you you improvise, you make it up on the spot. It's different every time. It's kind of like um like you don't really you take a song. You play the melody to play the verse whatever and then you just go into the solo section and you can kind of do what you want be your own person do your own thing it's a very creative music and not that that other stuff isn't but it, it just got me more focused on like the music part of it yeah as opposed to the angry lyrics or whatever that i liked when i was a teenager um And it just, I don't know, made me look deeper into the actual theory of how they put the music together and why it sounded this way and what the chord progressions were and what would sound good over, you know, what scales would sound good over that. Um, So I just, I I started listening to it more from like, a, I guess, a more deeper level, because I could sort of understand more what was going on in it. Um, So, yeah, I I just kind of didn't really listen to the other stuff as much anymore because it it's interesting
0: because kind of... like i I mean i haven't listened to that stuff nearly as much as you have obviously but a little bit i have listened to i feel like the depth of emotion they convey without words is pretty unreal actually because I, I know it's just improvisation but they, they can convey something that like well, you only understand through music and it's you really can
1: interesting. like it's like you paint a picture with your with your music i mean yeah like you can just you can see the music if that makes sense i don't know you can like I guess you can see all music, but you can you can see what the person's thinking. Like you picture in your mind. I don't know. just different colors, different scenery that you might think of, which I didn't always think of before. And um, same thing with classical music. Like it's not as much improvisation. There is a lot in there. Mozart and Beethoven were actually really good improvisers.
0: They're rock stars Um,
1: in their day. Mozart could take a melody and just hear it and like make it better on the spot without even looking at it he used to make other composers mad doing that. But, uh, so there's a lot of improvisation there, but classical, it's also like very like you, there's certain chord progressions and then you like the, the counterpoint, the harmonies, like a lot of it's actually the rhythms, like kind of mathematical even, I don't know, like it's yeah. just, so they're two different music, but I had to study both of them quite a bit. So I just kind of, I don't know I when I listen to it, um, I don't know. I I just really thought of how it was put together and I tried to play along with it and things like that. I don't know, but I didn't really do that as much with in the 25 or 30 years ago (laughs) timeframe.
0: It's a lot, it's it's a lot different than your four chord progression. Right. Well, I I kind of lost,
1: I was kind (laughs) of went through a time where I'm like green day three chords. Why, who cares about that? Like (laughs) I didn't, I kind of lost, I didn't really like that stuff as much, but it's weird because I came back to it later but um yeah at the time like especially right before my mission or whatever and right as i was graduating from college um i also listened to a lot of soundtracks too i got really big into john williams and um, james james horner the guy who did the titanic and a couple other movies (laughs) and then danny elfman's another good one i got into so those are kind of like your modern classical musicians i guess cool i'm gonna
0: i want to come back to that because i actually uh, when we come to the now stage i've been listening to a lot of that stuff but I'll, I'll wait until we get okay there. sure let, let's let's go ahead and jump forward a little bit 15 years ago um for me it was a lot of reliant k yes i remember you used to give me all their stuff and i love them partially because they were from ohio all their music is very positive or <laughs> I was, I, at this time i actually tried starting a band too with my buddy matt and dawson and my friend steve good and we uh we, at first we wanted to call ourselves Unreliant J. We thought we were like the, that was the funniest idea ever but um ended up going with Let's Do It for Kayla. I don't know what that's all about. But we um, had a
1: friend named Kayla or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a story there but I won't dive well, into we can, it this we don't episode. Have to do that. <laughs> um but yeah, I started a band at that time. It was like a pop punk band. I listened to a lot of pop punk at that time. And I uh, also listened to something you introduced me to a lot. It was a Nickel Creek with a bit of the bluegrass scene. Oh, yeah. Getting into that around that time. Um, So I, I like to think my music interest was expanding. I did listen to a little bit of jazz. I had this history teacher who put on music before class started, and he had Thelonious Monk on once. And I thought that was really cool
1: yeah a lot of his uh his uh solo stuff i remember you, you yeah, told me yeah. about that. and you okay. you guys also were into herbie hancock headhunters for a while yes
0: that actually but that was my first cd ever was herbie hancock headhunters oh, the know watermelon that. man
1: yes yes it's a good one mostly
0: because of that song but um yeah the original version have you ever heard of the original version of that one no i have not it's
1: when he was he was more in a hard bop band like a it wasn't really like that was fusion, the one you've heard, like a lot of electronic stuff, but yeah. the original one of it was more like a more standard jazz um, combo that he was in. It was pretty cool, um, but definitely a way different feeling. I'll have to play for yeah. you sometime.
0: I I want to talk about this awkward time between 20 and 15 years ago, where I listened to a lot of Japanese music because of anime. I was like, this is cool. It's awesome stuff right here. I'm so sweet. I love this. <laughs> Do music you remember stuff. that? You, Kevin was into that too. He's, yeah. And I still listen to some, there's this band called the pillows. They're actually really good. They're like the Japanese Weezer, in my opinion. How about 15 years ago for you?
1: Well, I started, um, that was when I got married. Actually, June will be 15 years ago.
0: Oh, my goodness. And kind of
1: here, I sort of don't really know how to explain what I did. <laughs> I had pretty much everything on there. Like I started getting more back into the you know, the stuff we talked about earlier, um, the grunge rock, the alternative rock. Um, and then I listened to a lot of stuff that you showed me. I didn't get into the whole anime scene very much, although I thought <laughs> some of the cowboy be- bebop music was cool. But yeah, it cool.
0: holds up to this day.
1: Yeah, I never could quite get into that. Maybe it's just because I got tired of you and Kevin trying to, you know, talking about it all the time. But it's okay that you did. But I'm trying to think why I never got into it. I just didn't that much. Yeah. But I started listening to a lot of different stuff. Um, I was starting to like, I still listened to top 40 at that time a little bit, but I was starting to not like it as much. Yeah, a sure. couple of groups you got me into, I would say more like 12 years ago, maybe but like, one group I got really big into at this time was Jack's Mannequin. Oh, great band! I lo- I, I listened to them a ton, and then another one was uh, Death Cab for Cutie. Like I started listening to them a ton, more of like the indie stuff, like not really yeah, the stuff sure. that was on the radio. Yeah, but I also listened at this time. Like I, I was big into Fall Out Boy, which I still liked them a little bit, but not as much as I did. Yeah, um, I liked meet World a lot at this time too. Mumford and Sons started coming out a couple years after that. I listened to them a lot. Yeah. um matt and kim i got into jose gonzalez cool. a little bit i don't know if you know him at all but a little,
0: uh, little bit he's pretty cool and then you're just, jumping into just the where, 10 years ago territory a little bit yeah i guess 10 to 15
1: <laughs> i did get into kanye west kind of quite a bit at that time
0: too <laughs> so did kevin liked, I uh,
1: yeah i liked his old stuff and then i liked the 808 and heartbreaks album for a while
0: <laughs> so i got I into
1: him and i listened to a little bit of jay-z and stuff like that Not I didn't return, in, return to Eminem the rap scene a little scene. bit yeah so kind of a broad whatever overall I don't know
0: I'm moving forward a little bit more 10 years ago you kind of dived into that a little bit but yes yeah, I, I, kind of, I listened to a lot of like I don't know what this is what would you call it John Mayer Matt Nathanson um OAR like,
1: uh Jason Mraz that type of stuff yeah like like the- house pumpkin spice type stuff there it is that's but, exactly uh, the way I describe it and I like some of that stuff. Like I have a few John Mayer songs on my thing. I have a couple Jason Mraz songs. I do like OAR because they have a saxophone player, but I only have a couple of their songs too.
0: I was in that phase. I think the reason why is because on my mission, I had I had a guitar and one of my yeah. friends from my mission played that kind of music. So I just kind of got into it a little bit, but. Uh, well, no, it's
1: it's cool when you're playing guitar because it's like the solo singer with the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can do a lot. There's There's a lot of cool things in that genre. I like that. you should get into bob dylan though man he's the same thing oh i do like much better
0: go ahead between 10 and 5 and 5 years ago i actually was in another band with my buddy dawson he's been on the show before um called test tube twins we still have a facebook page you can listen i recorded with you guys once you did there's a song called every minute that david plays saxophone on it's Uh, quite the jam um it is the jam yes you should definitely check it out so at that time i was kind of so this is more recent tend to like five to ten years ago i was into more alternative rock i like group love a lot and i should sure if you listen to group love yeah really cool. you got
1: me into them but only like cage. their big songs like i don't know yeah. i don't have any of their albums or anything
0: cage the elephant is a big one i like no, um they're okay and uh i think they're pretty cool and i like um kings of leon was another one i so, saw like they're they're still around but i like some of those bands and now today I like some of that stuff. I still like Weezer. I kind of have all those things we've mentioned before. I still listen to on occasion, but a lot of times I'm perfectly, perfectly content listening to like scores a lot of times when I'm yes. like just hanging out, I listen to video game music and movie soundtracks. And some video game music is actually amazing. There's this composer named Gareth Coker. He did the music for um, Ori and the Blind Forest video game. Some of the most pretty stuff I've ever heard in my life. So pretty. I think I got into it because in college, I was I used it to study too.
1: Hans Zimmer, the guy who did Gladiator. He has, He's he has the man. Stuff. Danny Elfman's another cool one. He did Men in Black. He's kind of more modern, but... he's
0: he's he did a lot of like the tim burton stuff too like the the old batman movie and i think so i think so
1: the michael keaton one
0: yeah so for me are you talking like
1: from now to five years ago or whatever
0: yeah yeah like past more recent i kind
1: of i went full circle like i don't know i've i'm just always looking for stuff that I i can find feeling and meaning to yeah. So I can't even stand anything on the radio anymore. Like I just can't do it once in a while. A good song will come out, but I just can't. And that's unfortunately my wife and my kids love that stuff, but just can't do it. So I, I, I still listen to it, but only when I'm in the car with them and they have it on, yeah. cause I'm not going to so, be rude. Which is on. good.
0: Cause as a teacher, you want to be hip with what's Yeah, I mean, new, I'm trying to stay but... modern too. And sometimes <laughs> my
1: kids, actually, my students, I mean, here actually introduce me to, groups that are out now that every once in a while they're not too bad like there's a song called i don't want to know by Goldhouse and moquita i think is i don't know and that it's one. it's kind of cool you should look it up it's it's a pretty cool song like it's chill like listen to it a lot a lot one of my students showed me that one and there's actually a country song that came out recently Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but
0: it's... Is it bro country? Um, Please tell me no, tell me it's no, bro no, it's country. called Be A
1: Light. It's called Be A Light and it has all these different country artists on it. But it's talking about how you should be a good influence in the world, whatever. Okay. And I was surprised one of my students showed that to me because most of the time they want to hear all this other crap. But usually <laughs> I, I can't do top 40. Um, not really at all. Like once in a while, something might catch my ear for a minute, yeah. but I can't do it. So now I'm kind of like... I really have been into classical music a lot the past few years because I, I mean, I feel like it's because I teach it a lot. But I just, some of these old composers just amaze me so much. Like um, Beethoven, obviously, but he like, he was deaf and he could compose a whole symphony and know how every part fits together. Like, and never even hear it, but it sounds perfect. Like he never even got to hear it because his ninth symphony, he was completely deaf by the time I was done. So stuff like that just is crazy to me. And Super I like that. And then, um I don't know. I just really been into classical music. You go back even like the Baroque period, Bach bit, and Handel and all those guys. Some of the stuff they could do is just pretty cool to me. I but think you said Baroque.
0: Hand, did you say Baroque period? Yeah. Yeah. Baroque I thought period. you said bro period. I'm like, I guess oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Maybe that's Boy. the old w- word for bro,
1: but no, I, it's just, <laughs> I just I love studying that stuff and I, I kind of I'm really interested in like the historical aspect how these guys lived and the changes yeah. in society how it reflected in the music and all that especially when you get into like the romantic impressionist period how it went right along with what was going on in the art world and the architecture world all that stuff so well, I really am into that a ton but also like I really music like of our parents day like I love listening to Bob Dylan, Led Zeppelin, yeah. The Doors, like that kind of stuff. Cause it's sort of like, it's got a lot of jazz influence in it, but also like rock. Like it's yeah, like the musicians knew what they were doing back then. Like sure. they would, you could take a, so like the organ player for The Doors playing awesome solos. You got the, the Led Zeppelin, the Jimi Hendrix, all these great guitar players, but they actually took like, like I could tell they knew, they know about music. They know, you know, how it's supposed to go instead of just programming it on a computer. (laughs) So like, I'm kind of like, I listen to pretty much everything right now except for like top 40 stuff. Yeah, (laughs) But I still, every once in a while, I'll still get out the old Nirvana Pearl Jam, go back to my roots. Um, But I feel like right now my music taste is where it should be.
0: (laughs) Good. It's a, if you're, you're happy with it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I feel like I appreciate what,
1: i believe is good music and even if i hear something that's new on the radio like i can tell i'm like oh this guy knows what he's doing that's pretty cool you know like yeah other than i don't know i,
0: th- I think a good example just... of that is although i don't love all of his music i'm always impressed by bruno mars i think he's a very talented person like some of his songs are kind of like whatever but like he, that dude can sing he can dance and he plays his own instruments which is a lot to say for compared to some people um not a huge fan of him but as far as pop stars are concerned, I think he's one of the, the better ones. But one band you've introduced me to that I've really liked, it's a newer band. I like them because they kind of keep to like the rock and roll roots is that band Kaleo. I think they're really cool. Oh yeah, they're, um, I thought you introduced me to them. Oh, maybe no, I no, did. They're, they're I don't very know, cool. <laughs> I saw them open for the Lumineers when I saw the Lumineers, I love a the years Lumineers ago. I too. But, but like, I, I like them because they're like going back to like, you know, two guitars, bassists and drums and a singer. And like, it's just like, I don't know. and I'm
1: you learning. don't hear that anymore like and i just can't i don't know i love real instruments man I, yeah for like, sure right now like i'm even a, right now i'm a huge fan of like motown too and like yeah. some of this old funk like uh earth wind and fire very good oh yeah yeah um yeah. tower power tower power whatever i mean mixing up with the cedar point right? and i still do have michael jackson the original thriller album i have some of those songs in my playlist
0: as well good <laughs> So, so looking forward, where do you think music's going, David? Um, Is it good, bad? I mean, it's a lot different now because no one, you, anyone who wants to make music can basically make music now. I feel like
1: there's a lot of cool things that can happen. Like there's a lot of potential because people can, you know, put their own. People that you wouldn't normally hear from now can just put it on there and you hear kind of what they're doing. But also, like, I feel like it can be watered
0: down as well. Yeah, um, for sure. It's hard to find the good stuff because there's right. so much out there
1: now. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like for me in my life, I just keep going back to the old stuff. Like, I I don't know.
0: And <laughs> yeah, that's I that's, totally just, like that's just
1: me. I have weird taste, I guess. But like, I don't think most people that listen to our podcast probably care about Beethoven, but maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> or John Coltrane. But I don't know. I just like to find whatever. I mean, everyone has a different taste. It's not like someone's taste is right or wrong. Um, Yeah. Just whatever speaks to you, you know, like, I don't like when people say, you like that, that's crap. Although I do, you know, other than modern top 40, which really is kind of crap, most of it, but like, (laughs) you are your own person, you know, you like your own stuff and who knows when you listen to something else, you could really start
0: to get into it. I, I listened to a lot more of what dad used to listen, like in the car dad had put Oh, yeah, them. dad's music is jamming. Yeah, dude, some of it's really good. And he shows me stuff sometimes. I'm like, whoa, this is awesome.
1: That's the best generation, man. They had they had the whole Motown and funk scene, but they also had the British Invasion and the hard rock scene at the same time. Yeah. But they also had yeah. like the folk songs, like uh, Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan, all those guys. Like they had, they had it all, dude.
0: Crosby, yeah. Stills, Nash & Young.
1: Yeah, CCR, Creedence, Clearwater Revival. Like they had everything um i i don't i don't really get into country music from back then like no i don't like the old hank williams and the old you know hank williams jr i guess but like that stuff although johnny cash had some cool stuff but i wasn't a big country i'm still not a huge country fan but i'll pull out like i like brad paisley he's got some skills
0: Um, um stephanie's family that comes from a lot of country yeah. music. and well, They like love that stuff. <laughs> the the
1: place I teach now, it's weird because they a lot of them listen to country. When I taught in Cleveland, it was all about rap and hip hop. And <laughs> now it's all about country where I'm at. So I, I have learned a lot from my students over the years too. But most of it, you know, every once in a while, there's something cool they show me. But yeah. usually I'm like, what? What are you listening to? <laughs> but, you know, again, it's, you know, it's just, I bet when our kids grow up music's gonna be even different again and you know (laughs) but i still don't get why like i i don't get why at one point i didn't like mom and dad's music because i'm like it's the best best music of all
0: i I totally get that like it's like oh dad dad's playing his classical music again like but now i'm like oh this is cool man like i I like listening to it but this was fun. I enjoyed talking about this with you. This I felt like this was the most intellectual podcast episode we've had. Yeah, we'll uh, see all if anyone likes to listen to it. We might have to edit half of it out, but you know, whatever. I feel like we're on NPR right now or something. <laughs> well, this was fun. I uh, look forward. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll get back into our throwdown soon. It might be that the throwdowns episode comes out before this one, but we'll thanks, see. You. Thanks for ch- thanks for listening to this highbrow episode of the Brothers Born <laughs> podcast. <laughs> podcast. That sounds like a workout. Hey, you podcast know
1: what, we should thinking. do? We should yeah. like put some of our playlists on. Um, like, just can we post like some of our playlists along with this podcast? Oh, yeah, when, whenever we okay. release it, I think that yeah, might be cool. fun. Like, that'd be fun. David's Choice, Stephen's Gems, I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> if you want that's to, a listen, good idea. like, I don't know, it might be fun. We'll see what kind of uh response we get, but it'll definitely be very different between the three of us, but yeah, also the same. <laughs> I don't know cuz we still have something that are in common.
0: What is that one band that unites all three of us you think? And that's tough yeah. when
1: you add Kevin in, or when you add me in cuz like usually or when you add like usually two of us can maybe get along get along with something but
0: not our three. Venn diagram is very I feel like we all like Weezer maybe or we all like smashing pumpkins probably the 90s scene. Well, oh, Herbie all three Hancock Headhunters. There it is. There it is right um, there. Oh, Nickel Creek, he likes
1: that He likes Nickel Creek. Oh yeah yeah. yeah.
0: I'll tell you what, one time I went to visit Kevin and he had a William Shatner album. I'm just going to end the episode right there. Everyone think about how my brother Kevin has a he, William Shatner as long album. Unless he
1: doesn't have an Eddie Murphy album. That's just... <laughs> all
0: Very right. Well, you know, well thanks you, for listening, everybody. Reach his own. That <laughs> that's right. Go out there and change the world with music. All, all right. you
1: listeners, <laughs> drop your favorite songs on our wall, too. Or all, yes. what do yes. you call it? What do you kids call it? Not our wall, but our, our, our page. What do you call it?
0: I don't know, man. I'm the old.
1: We'll drop some of your tunes on there. We'll check them out. Maybe we could get like a Born Brothers podcast and listeners playlist. Oh, that'd
0: be sweet. That'd be so, sweet. Yeah. All right. All right. Catch you later, everybody. Yep. Out. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Brothers Born Podcast. David and I had a blast talking to you about music and how our tastes have evolved over the years. How has your taste in music changed? And besides us, what are you listening to right now? We'd love to hear about it. Post your most recent playlist on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash brothersbornpodcast. Special thanks to those who have shared the show with a friend and those who have left good comments on iTunes. Y'all are the best. All right. The moment you've all been waiting for is going to come in two weeks. The Tournament of Champions of the Unlikely Throwdowns. I'm talking Papa Smurf, Boba Fett, Hans Gruber, the big man Santa himself, the Xenomorph, and Super Mario. Who will win? In two weeks listen and find out.